Episode 173, 173. The Get Your Life in Line with Ordering Pizza and Paying Cash and Not Credit Card. We're not using paper bags and not plastic and using boxer briefs, not boxers. Episode. Boxer briefs. Boxer briefs. <laughs> That's a lot. That's a lot for that number. <laughs> Good old one seventy three. I have a. I, I I believe I agree with all of those things. <laughs> do they even have paper bags at grocery stores anymore? Yeah, they do at Winco. Oh, do they? Yeah, yeah I always oh. get the paper ones. Did you know, like in bigger cities, like places like Winco and stuff, they don't even have bags. You have to bring your own. Really? Yeah. I know there's like states and places that you they, they don't use plastic. Yeah, I don't do. I mean, probably you have to bring your own, yeah. Yeah, you got to, like, bring your own. Like, you buy specific bags. Like, I remember, oh, like, when we went to Toledo, Walmart didn't have any bags. Really? Yeah. The Walmart there, right on, right by the resort. Yeah. uh, We went over there to buy some snacks and drinks and stuff. uh, And they didn't have any bags. You had to buy a 97-cent bag to carry your stuff out. Yeah, I've seen, I I got one for one reason. For something, I don't know even know why I picked it up that time, but yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah I thought that's kind of weird because I remember <clears throat> I forgot where we went. Uh, we did a family trip, and then like we were, we got there in the evening, and it was already getting dark, and we stopped by this grocery store to buy some food and stuff, and take it back to our Airbnb. And we went in, bought the stuff, and they didn't have any bags, so we had to put everything back in the cart, take it to the car, and put it in the cart. Kind of like um, Sam's Club. Um, <clears throat> they oh, don't yeah. have bags either. Remember? Oh, yeah, true that. They give you boxes there at least. Well, yeah, yeah, that's true. Or you can go in there and rummage around like some kind of hobo. Yeah, it was just like, um, but it was a like a grocery store. It's like a regular. Well, the only reason why I always get those paper bags is because I'm always get. That's where I get my. That's where I stock up on water. Mm. And it's easier to carry them in those paper bags. I think. Yeah. More, they're, it's more fortified. Yeah, because they're walking out with like trying to. Plus, those things like if we're trying to carry a plastic bag full of those, like six jugs of water is like cuts into your hand. Mm. Did you say jugs? I said ju- six jugs. <laughs> wow, that's a lot. And that's just one, dude. I'll, I'll get it like twelve of them. That's just a Saturday night. That's just a Saturday night, bro. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, all right. Over here to my right, all the way from Baba and I know, I know, I know. He is your favorite Indian, your hole in one, Ace JCB. Say, show it up. I'm really glad to be here. Feel like a hero. Feel like a, I am a hero. Hey, and you know me, Mo Hugs, not drugs, all the way from up the road in Arrow Creek. Hey. Uh, hey. <laughs> oh, oh, thank you. Thank oh, you. Let me a hose. That wasn't clever. Oh, to all our relations. Oh, <laughs> I'm telling you, every time you say that, I think of that old woman on the oh, Eddie Murphy one. What? Remember when he's um, Shrek? No, 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 no. <laughs> what uh, do you mean? When he's um, hmm. dressed up like that fat dude. Oh, the clumps. 
Yeah. Oh, okay. Remember that? Oh, and she says relations. Yeah, she's talking about relations. <laughs> Come on, Cletus. Have, Come on. We used to have relations. Come on, Cletus. Those guys are getting all sick at the table. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. That's a crazy movie. Um. Oh, so you're not hearing one of our members' voices, uh, Mr. Pod Gotti, Mr. Randy Licious. Randy Licious. <laughs> Like bubblicious, but with a Randy. <laughs> Randy delicious. <laughs> Randy delicious. Um, no, he's uh, he's got to do a presentation tonight. He works at the local college. Randy Lish. Um, and he's on the powwow committee. So I'm guessing they have to do some kind of for the student body or the chancellor or something. He has to do a presentation about the powwow. So. Um, that's where he's, <clears throat> that's where he's at tonight. So he phoned in earlier. We recorded him, uh, and we're just going to do a check-in tonight. But before we get into that, um, <clears throat> we're going to have, we're going to have a little icebreaker. We're going to do some, do a little bit of talking here before we get on with that. Um, warm up the diaphragm, mm-hmm. the diaphragm. <laughs> yep. Yeah. That warm it up. Warm it up. <laughs> It is kind of warm, though. How's the fiat and all this coldness, all this snow, all of a sudden? You know what I? You know what I did the other day? What you did? So I came out of the spot, yeah. and I looked, and there, there's nobody in the parking lot. Like it was just no, nothing going on. Yeah. Jumped in the car, and I turned on my music app, plugged it in, got that going, and then I went and backed out, and I fucking backed into some lady. Ah, uh, was she walking? No, she was in her car. That car, oh. her car was there, and ah oh, man, she she wasn't there, and then she was there. Yeah, but I mean, in all fairness, well, okay, so I'll let you be the judge. How about this? So I didn't look, but she was in the no parking zone. She was waiting for somebody to come out. She was in that fire lane. Remember that? Yeah, yeah where I've of, parked plenty of yes, times. I've parked there too myself. <laughs> I'm guilty as charged, but. Man, I hit her, and and it wasn't bad. Like, there's a crack on the on the fender. You can't even tell on my car. Yeah, but on hers, there was like in the on the front driver's side door uh, where the hinges are. Yeah, on the front of it. Yeah, there's a little dent in there. Mm. Did and you guys exchange information? Yes, we exchanged information, and man, <clears throat> it, it kind of sucked for her too because she didn't even have she didn't have plates yet. Ah, and it was a 2024 Toyota Corolla. What the fiat? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And big old, and it was a white car, so my black, my black car just gave her a big old <laughs> kiss mark along the side. Mwah. Mwah. But <laughs> I was just scared the shit out of her because she was like freaking out. Like, I've never happened this. I've never done this before. And, uh, oh, and then the first thing she said too was like, "I don't want to get the cops involved," mm. which kind of yeah, that I was gonna say that kind of made me go, hmm, yeah. Okay. She probably got some weed on the car or something. Got some weed, got some drugs. Some... It's like, are you drinking? <laughs> Let me smell your breath. Yeah, so. Psh, Come man. breathe on me, lady. I... <laughs> a little harder. A little more. <laughs> uh, oh, and, then, and it, it was. Use your diaphragm. And she was cool about it, you know, and I, I wasn't trying to get. I, I wasn't trying to escalate anything. Yeah. Because, you know, we were Because it was there. your fault. It was my fault. It's <laughs> kidding. Well, I could have said, you shouldn't have been parked there. Blah, blah, blah. You know, I could have pulled that card. But, you know, we were talking peacefully and saying, yeah, no, yeah we'll we'll, uh, we'll exchange information and we'll go from there. 
And then her friend comes out, and then she starts getting all fucking, seemed like she was trying to get puffy, huffy, and puffy. Yeah. Like, how did you hit her? <laughs> and I was like. With my car. With my, oh, well, I was, you know, you know me, I never miss a chance to be a smart ass. Yeah. So I said, well, I was backing up, and one minute she wasn't there, and the next thing you know she was, and I hit her. Mm-hmm. And that girl just kind of looked at me like, what, man, what do you mean? And I was like, dude, <laughs> this ain't even you, so. Yeah. This is an A and B conversation. You can see your way out of it. You can just get in the car and go wherever you were going. But, yeah, I mean, I uh, I felt kind of, I mean, I felt bad about it. Yeah. Because, but it it is just a fender bender. Like, I mean, not even that. Like, it, there, there is a dent in her car. Like, a, a, uh, you can see it. Yeah. And it scratched the shit out of mine. <laughs> but I think mine at least will be able to get buffed out. Yeah, well, I hope you hope both your cars get healed in yeah. the coming weeks. <laughs> oh man! And you know what's crazy about that is, is like the, that. I think it's just the the idea of that impactor. You know, when you first hit, boom! Oh yeah, it seemed a lot worse than it was. Oh yeah, it like, is. Yeah. Oh man! And I jumped out. And I looked, and holy shit! You should have saw her eyes, man. They were like ready to pop out of her head. Yeah. And I went and I looked, and then you know, like of course that that paint or whatever they, because mine was white, my car turned white, and her her car turned black. Oh yeah. So, but then when I went and washed it off, it was basically just it's a scratch. Oh. Like a big, not like a one long scratch, but you know, like if somebody got like a piece of sandpaper and. Oh yeah. Scratch it up like, like that. a scuff. Like a scuff. There like you go. Yeah. J- like your Jordans got scuffed. Got Jordan scuffed my Jordans the other day. So Bang. there was that. But, you know, in the end of the day, like, and I went and I told my dad, and he just kind of gave me this look like, like, what were you thinking? Kind of. <laughs> he goes, well, at least you had insurance, or at least, you know, you're covered. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, that's true too. But hopefully, <clears throat> they don't hit me with like a big old deductible or some crazy ass shit. Ugh, Adulting sucks. Yeah. So, more of the story is when you're backing that thing up, look behind you. <laughs> I was gonna say, give so a good, just give a glance. <laughs> At least just give, give a, a glance. Give a glance. Make sure that uh, when they weren't there before, they don't come up behind you. <laughs> Especially when you're backing that thing up. Especially when you're backing that thing up, because you never know when they'll sneak up behind you and hit it. And you hit it. Yep. <clears throat> Especially when that juvenile's playing. (laughs) (laughs) I get it. I get it. Uh, Other than that, like, today ain't too bad because, I mean, if it gets any worse, which I doubt it will, then then we're going to have problems. Only because it's too low to the ground. Oh, yeah. I mean, that thing got some power, but. Yeah. I mean, the wheel suspension is real close. I mean, I could see you, like, spinning out and stuff. Is it front-wheel drive? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're probably right, no? Yeah. I mean, it goes fine. But <clears throat> if it's too deep, then <clears throat> I'm basically just shoving that sh- snow around. Yeah. And just put a little plow in front of it. <laughs> well, did you, did you see the body kit that it already looks like that? Yeah. On the front end? Yeah. Yeah. It's got a little snow plow on there. <laughs> it made of plastic. <clears throat> I told you about the time when I hit that fox, right? Huh. What? Over you hit a by, fox? Yeah, when I was driving up to my dad's, I hit it was by... Was the fox uh, skateboarding? N- n- no. Oh. He might have been. I don't know. It came out of nowhere. 
One minute it wasn't there. <laughs> one minute, one minute it was there. The next minute it was there. Well, what, what are you looking at while you're driving? <laughs> I don't know for real. I'm scared to ride with you now. Obviously, not the, <laughs> not what I should be paying attention to. But no, he it was it was um by mission. Oh, like, okay. By yeah. mission, and you know, like that road, like shit, the the weeds go right up to the edge of the yeah, road, they're like ten feet tall. Yeah, so he <laughs> literally came out of nowhere. But I hit that, and he was just a little guy. You know, foxes don't get that big, but. Wow. He got stuck because oh. I hear I heard it hit, boom, and then I you know I looked in my rear view mirror waiting for him to pop out the other end, yeah, and it took a minute. Then I heard another, boom, boom. Uh-huh. and I looked, and then finally he came out. Dang, was he so a downer? I, I took yeah, I took it for a ride for at least a good fifty yards, <laughs> and but I I felt bad, dude. I turned around and went and opened my window and kind of rolled up on him. I was like, I'm sorry, little dude. You're like, man, rest in paradise, homie. Rest in paradise, dude. You're just, just on your way to go get some, too, or something. Get for fucking with the Fiat, bro. <laughs> Don't jump out in front of Fiats, you fucks. <laughs> you fucks. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, there's there's that. <clears throat> but, oh. you know, I mean, that's just one of those things. Life is just, yeah, like you said, before you back it up, <laughs> take a peek. Yeah, Matt, at least a glance before you back that thing up. Girl, who's he playing with back that thing up? (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, good times, good times. Yeah, definitely good times. Well, we got a game. Uh, Old Tried and True, the new version. What song is it then? What song is it then? 2.0. What song is it then? 2.0. 2.0. Oh. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh, oh. What oh, song oh, oh. is it then? Oh, shoot. My phone just decided to update. Oh, man. But um, go. Go ahead and go. Yeah, uh, go. Just go, man. Just go. All right. I'll do mine. Do my two. Hopefully that takes some time. <clears throat> All right. Here we go. We're going to go. I'm going to do my two and then JC if his phone updated by the time we're done he'll do his too so here we go i don't know where to start <clears throat> all right sometimes you can't start with the first line i know that i never do i never do really no i always start like in the middle shoot i'm gonna have to start and i could could have the first three i looked at i was like <laughs> man the first line is gonna give it away so i skip them on man okay all right i didn't know we could do that <laughs> there's no rules baby <laughs> Oh, there's not. <laughs> Who said there's rules? <laughs> we never made any rules. <clears throat> okay. Honey, I know. I know. I know times are changing. It's time we all reach out for something new. That means you too. You say you want a leader, but you can't seem to make up your mind. I think you better close it and let me guide you. Jeez. Is that a country song? No. Not a country song. Um I know, I know. It's a pop song. Okay, can you do it again? Okay, no, yeah, right, right. cuz I was for some odd reason I was thinking of a country song when you're doing that. But. Oh, no, no, no. Um and I'm always picking songs from the 90s, so. Yeah. I never wanted you to be Oh, I never wanted to be your weekend lover. I only wanted to be some kind of friend. Baby, I could never steal you from another. 
It's just a shame our friendship had to end. Had to end. Oh my God, that's the song of my life. Is it? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I was going to say, oh, you know this one. <clears throat> no, um, no, 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 the Weekend Lover part, that one rang a bell. Yeah. <clears throat> that one, the lyrics are definitely hitting home right now. I never wanted to be your weekend lover. You I and I would be just friends. Da, 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 da. I only wanted to be some kind of friend. Baby, I can never steal you from another. It's such a shame our friendship had to end. What the? F- I know this. I know this. I know I know this. Um. All right, right from the top. I never meant to cause you any sorrow. I never meant to cause you. That's Purple Rain. Yeah. You I know what? You get that. Hey. What? I almost picked that. Did you? I almost picked that song Man, just must now. Have caught my vibes. Yeah. Because I, because I, I. That's that's when I was talking to you. I'm like, man, if I see that first line, he's gonna know. <laughs> I would have. <laughs> Man, I, I think I was on that when you said that. We must have like thought of it, caught each other's Dude. brainwaves. Yeah, we were like in sync. I only want to see you in see, laughing the, the, in the purple rain. The, that weekend lover is what. I, that that really rang a bell. I know. Purple rain, purple rain. Gotta love Prince, man. Man. One of the greatest to do it. Man, I think the greatest. They uh, they was talking about, I'm only at like 32%, dude. Okay, so should I go to the yeah, next one? Yeah, do the next one. But <clears throat> they are talking about Super Bowl halftime shows, and they said his was one of the best. Yeah, I've seen a bunch of reels about that. I mean, not a bunch, but probably about two or three. That's a lot. Because it started but, raining in the middle of purple rain? Yeah, yeah, Because as soon as he started singing that, and then, like, they, like people were, they were trying to get him off the stage because they are afraid he might get electrocuted, but he just pushed on through yeah, to finish yeah. the song. Um, and they said that <coughs> God is a Prince fan. Oh, yeah. I think so. Purple rain's my jam. I like it. I like that. Mm-hmm. Except for it at the end. They kind of it goes on a little too long at the end. Yeah, well, all that instrumental stuff. Yeah, there's like a bunch. Yeah, at the end, there's like is it like three minutes of just guitar playing, and it kind of doesn't go along with the rest of the song. I don't think, but still, but still, I am a huge fan. R.I.P. R.I.P. to the Prince, to the Prince of Pur- Paisley. Mm-hmm. So if you're ever in Minnesota, cleanse yourselves in the lake of Minnetonka. <laughs> I'll give you hold on. I'll give you black sensations up and down your spine. If you're into evil, you're a friend of mine. A C D C. A C D C, yes. Um Hell's Bells. Yeah, it is. Ding, 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 I had to finish that lyric. I had to finish that lyric in my mind, and then I was like, <laughs> yeah. I'm Damn rolling. It. I had some good ones, too, and I'm only at 40. 40. I'm sorry, man. It just happened to do that right when I picked up my phone just now. <clears throat> no, you don't have to lie. We're going to have to beat the lion out of you, boy. I never meant beat him physically. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, that's good. Um... 
Yeah, let's talk about music. Like today's music, I mean, I know you listen to everything, but like how much of today's music do you actually listen to? You know, what kind of really always turns me off is like the way I I hear new music is on the radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we listen to the radio. We just let it go all day at work. And depending on where you're at, like people like their own different stations because there's like three or four going at a time. But oh, yeah. Man, they play the same songs over and over and man, over. Like, they only have five songs. <clears throat> man, that's true. And like, even on XM radio, because, like, I got a free 30-day trial period. And even on XM radio, they play, like, they rotate maybe, like, 20 songs in a day. But it's hard to tell. I mean, it's hard to tell when you hear that. And tomorrow it's going to be the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like there's got to be more music out there than that. And yeah. then, you know, like you go to these other channels and they're all, old, you know, they they play old music. Yeah, yeah. Um, older tunes. But, like, it depends. It really depends. Like, every once in a while, the, uh, uh, something I can resonate with will come out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's kind of few and far between. Yeah. <clears throat> Any artists that you're kind of listening to right now or, like, know new, of? New, newer ones? Yeah, yeah. Um. I can't really think of anything, honestly. Hmm. Um, I know, like, for me, like, I was, like, I'm always watching reels every night um, before I go to bed. Probably shouldn't do that, but anyway. I know, I I, get half of the flat earth ones. (laughs) (laughs) Not if I'm getting, like, an eighth of those ones. <laughs> I'm like, this like one's 11, convincing. About I better share this one. About 1130 at night? Yeah. <laughs> I know what you do. That's why I was like, bro, you need to take a break off of Instagram. <laughs> um, so, no, there's this. Uh, so, sometimes there's, like, these new artists. They'll get on these radio shows, and they'll do, like, freestyles. Yeah. I forget what that page is called, but I started following it. And um, <clears throat> so that Megan the Stallion. She did this freestyle, and I was like, whoa. Like, she was, like, good. Yeah. Like, she was, like, an MC. It reminded me, of, like, it felt like she came right out of the 90s. Man, uh-huh. she was just, like, flowing with this, and she was doing it to um, <clears throat> This Is How We Do, I think. Or no, that um, one, two, three, and two. The f- no, no, no. She's doing it to a Tupac song. <clears throat> Tupac beat. A Dre beat, anyway. Anyway, she flows. Man, for like a minute. And it's like tough. And it's like from like a woman's like perspective. Like it's gangster. Yeah. You know, and it's cool. And I was like, damn, man, it's cool. So I went and I <clears throat> I went to her like YouTube page and I was like, trying, I started listening to her music. So I was like, oh, man, is this how she raps? I'm like, I'm going to be a fan. But I went to her page and like, she don't rap like that. Oh, yeah? Nah, it's like. I don't know. It's just like today's music. Like, <clears throat> it's so, real. It, her music is like real sexualized and stuff. So it's in there, but that's not how her the stuff she releases. Yeah, no, it's comes like out like that. Yeah, it's like that real commercial sexualized stuff. And I was just like, I was let down. Yeah. Um. Like okay, so like a lot of times too, like on Saturday Night Live, they have musical guests. Yeah. But somebody I haven't heard of, or maybe kind of heard of in passing, and you know, people are like, oh yeah, they're real good. So. I'll check that out. But, you know, like we were saying when, um, um, 
<laughs> ah. <laughs> I wanted to say Scoots, but not Scoots. Uh, Ma- Marlin, what's her name? <laughs> Crooks. Crooks. Scoots. <laughs> She's going to fucking hate me now. Scoots. <laughs> but remember she said, yeah, I could usually tell if I'm going to like a song right off the bat. Yeah, yeah, true. first 30 seconds, and that's how I am. Yeah. So, I mean, and that's usually the way it goes. But for me, it's like, man, it's, sometimes it's it's not... It's it's the music, yeah, the, the the melody or the beat. Sometimes it's the lyrics, and every once in a while you get that good one where it's all of that mixed together. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because like I was telling uh, my coworker at at um, work, uh, what was it? oh little big town that girl crush? Okay, yeah. came on and I was like, man, I like this song. Mm-hmm. And she goes, what? She goes, I hate this song. It's so you know because because of the lyrics. She was referring to the lyrics and like mm. i can't relate to them lyrics it's about a girl singing about another girl yeah who has her who has a boyfriend that she wants right yeah yeah. yeah. Like, i can't relate to that but the way she sings it and the music behind it mm-hmm. like man i just love that song yeah 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 no, I so, totally, get that. totally get that so i mean there's and then i have this thing on the amazon app where it says like my discovery <clears throat> yeah and it changes every monday i think it is but i listen to that and it just plays random stuff huh and a lot of it seems like a lot of the things that I end up liking are like really obscure, like people we never even heard of before. Huh. And they have one one or two good songs and I'm like, Yeah, and then I go check them out and then the rest of it is not as good as that one that I heard, but Yeah. I still end up downloading it just because I because I like it. I know, it's just like <clears throat> uh just like older the older artists like from maybe ten, fifteen years ago that I used to listen to, like I just kinda forgot about that's weird how that happens. Like, oh, I love this song. I love this artist. They're good. Like Ben Harper. Yeah. I like a lot of his music. And he has like one reggae song out called With um With My Own Two Hands. Man, that song is bomb B, man. I love that song. But then like, <clears throat> I don't know what happened, you know, within the past five, seven years or whatever. Or probably like five years. Like, I quit listening to him. And I was kind of thinking about that. Like, why does that happen? It's, I mean, <clears throat> like, okay, so Metallica, you know I love Metallica. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, Most of that stuff is, like, their first four or five albums. Mm, and yeah. after that, it, I, I don't like any of it. And then this latest one that they came out with. Yeah. Then that then I jumped back on because, like, okay, now I like these songs again. Okay. Like, it's just, I mean, that, look, I know all about brand loyalty. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and I get that. Like, you know, oh, I, I love so such and such. I love Metallica. So, but that doesn't mean I have to like all of their songs. Like, true. I, and you, you've heard me say this a thousand times. If I think it, a song is trash, I'll tell you. Oh yeah, yeah. and th- that's just it. But, and I probably shouldn't even put it like that because, like, I love music so much that I don't want to make anybody else feel some kind of way for liking a song. Right? Oh yeah, true. Like, true, I, true. I don't like to music shame people. I guess. It's like, oh, can you listen to that? That's blah, 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 blah. you know whatever, like if whatever resonates with you and whatever gets you bopping your head, man, do that. Yeah, true that. No, no, I like that. Yeah, um, there's some songs that like I'll have my kids play their music, uh, mostly my teenage son, and some of it is like, oh, I'm cool with this, and I'm like, some of it I'm like, yeah, you probably shouldn't listen to this anymore, because like. I don't even let them listen to, like, a lot of my 90s stuff. Like, I don't play it in the car when they're in their car. Yeah. Because um, that's, like, drug dealer music. And today's music, like, today's hip-hop, he likes hip-hop. Today's hip-hop is, like, drug user music. 
I get it. You know, and they're yeah. like some of those songs are like real depressing and like talking about all these opioids and these <clears throat> these other pills that they they're popping and stuff. And I'm like, it's not even a good song. It's like the lyrics suck. Like the beat's not even that good. Their flow is atrocious. Like, why do you like this song? Like, you know, I, I get it because I um, when I'm rolling around with my daughter, she. Can I play music? Can I play my music? And I just, whatever, dude, go ahead. And she's got some good music in there. But mm-hmm. then some of it I'm like, <laughs> like, okay, whatever. But Give again, your old head. <clears throat> yeah. But, it, but again, like I'm not one to put that on anybody. Cause I don't like it when people do that to me. Yeah. So, I mean, why, why would I want to be that guy? Like, oh, my, my musical taste is the only thing that matters. But no, man, oh, yeah. like true. Like I always said about music, it's just it's an individual thing, and yeah, whatever, whatever floats your boat, man. Yeah, because I know like a lot of <clears throat> like a lot of dudes our age, like hip hop heads, uh, they don't like Drake, they don't like some, a lot of like that kind of era. They're like they say he, he's pop, he ain't hip hop, he's pop. So I'm like, okay, well, um, okay, yeah, he's pop. So if you look at it in that pop lens, he's got good music. He's got good pop songs. Yeah. I'm, <clears throat> you know? And, and I guess, in, see, that's what I'm talking about. Like, man, why put yourself in that box? Yeah. Because then it doesn't give you any, it, it's like if you paint yourself into a corner, it's like, okay, then what if he does come out with something that I do like? Yeah. And then I go back on what I said, and then people are going to, you know, I'd call you out on it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but the other day you said blah, blah, blah about this, and now you're, you know, you're rocking to this song. So, like, to me, it's like, I, I I don't like to put myself in any kind of box. Like, dude, if a song is good, I'll listen to it. I don't care who it is. Yeah, for sure. So. Yeah, I got to have a variety. Variety. And that's <laughs> that's the way my playlists usually go. And, like, it, it, lately I've been taking my speaker to work and break time. We'll just sit in the break room and I'll break, ask them. Break dance? I'll ask, I'll, ask the, I'll ask those ladies in there. I'll be like, what do you guys want to listen to? Mm. And. Okay, sometimes I'll say, oh, how are you feeling? Should we get pumped up? Should we just be mellow? Oh, yeah, yeah. And, you know, and then they'll say, yeah, just something mellow or something soothing or something like that. And then, so I play something on my play. Because I got a little bit of something for everybody. Yeah, yeah, and You're like, I got just the thing. I got just you the thing. You play some Metallica. <laughs> uh, I was telling you about my uh, my my other coworker, Jerry, the old man. Yeah. He calls it heavy death metal. <laughs> Listen heavy. to that heavy death metal. He goes, it's all satanic. And, you know, he's old, he's old, old school. Yeah, yeah. So I get a kick out of him, and I said, man, you need a little heavy death metal in your life, bro. <laughs> Is he like a <clears throat> country man? He likes uh, country, and he's always listening to those oldie oldies. Oh, yeah, yeah. So okay. I, so when, when I, every time I go up to him, I say, well, are you boot scooting or are you sock hopping today? <laughs> Car hopping. He's... Dude, listen to that sock hop music. Mm, mm. Ain't nothing wrong with that, man. There's a little bit of temptations. Everybody loves temptations. Yeah, I, I like it all. Oh yeah, I Me love too. it all. Right on. So <clears throat> you feeling warmed up there? Uh, oh, now that stuff decides to kick in, but we can move forward. <laughs> How convenient! How convenient, right? Well, next time. Um, How about at the end? Uh, yeah, maybe so. Yeah, let's do that then. Okay. I'm ready to transition. I am too. All right. So, DJ, if you're ready, why don't you hit me with that beat? Hey. 
Ayo, let's get into our topic. Ayo, let's get into our topic. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. We're here in episode 173, the Boxer Briefs episode, and the Paper Bag's Not Plastic episode. Um, today, we're going to just do a little check-in uh, and see, just do some self-reflection, take some stock in how far we've come, and yeah, just kind of see where we're at, and I'll kick it off here. <clears throat> um, yeah, it's been it's been a trying week, a couple weeks, two weeks, actually, yeah. Two weeks, um, has it been two weeks? Man, I don't even know. About that. Yeah, it's been about two weeks. Um, yeah, my, my brother-in-law unexpectedly passed away from a massive heart attack and been, been with family and, uh, it's a real kind of sorrowful time, um, and trying to, trying to be supportive and trying to move forward as best we can. As best I can, um, <clears throat> and yeah, known known this man since I was like fourteen. So like, you know, it's been a minute uh, since I, you know, he's been in my life for about thirty years, almost thirty years, about twenty, twenty seven, twenty eight years, something like that. And uh, yeah, this is really tragic, and. So that's where I've been. <clears throat> um, and, you know, it took me right back to, like, my father passed in 2021, March. And I was like, okay, from that, uh, one, of, one of the biggest things I, I took away from that was, like, I walked the red road. Um, so I need to utilize the people in my corner. I need to utilize <clears throat> um, others that walk the red road and just kind of don't keep things in. And there was, like, so with that, you know, <clears throat> um, had to do some journaling and find uh, find ways to express myself in a healthy manner. And there was this reoccurring thought that kept going through my mind in that week. Like, oh, man, like the family's falling apart and, like, things around that, anxiety around that, and I couldn't sleep. Um, <clears throat> and it was just, like, continuous, like a continuous thought all day long. And I was just like, man, I was, like, out in my mind for, like, a week. And then I, at some point we were at the funeral home and I was sitting with my brothers and we we're just drinking coffee and kind of um, reflecting and um, just talking, just kind of shooting the breeze. And or they were, and I was just sitting there quietly and um, there were some other people there and they're telling some funny stories and kind of laughing around and stuff. And man, I just blurted that out. I just blurted out that I said, I'm having some really I'm having a lot of anxiety. I feel like this, our family's like falling apart and it feels like I don't want anybody else to pass away. And I said, I'm scared and it's causing me a lot of anxiety and I can't sleep. I just blurred that out to my brothers <clears throat> and like, they just stopped what they're doing and like looked at me and they both said they were feeling the same way. And they said, man, it's like, I can't sleep. And, then we had a discussion about that, just kind of like, then we we're all, all three was able to express ourselves. And then that anxiety around that and like that thought, that continuous thought that was always there for that, that whatever, that week, that first week, 
after my brother-in-law passed, it was like, <clears throat> then it went away. And it was like I was able to express myself in that safe space with my brothers. And they felt the same way and were able to have a, like a healthy discussion about it. And then I felt better. Now, the old me might not have ever said that. Or might not have been even been able to identify that I was scared and I was I my anxiety was like through the roof during that time. And probably would have went and drank or did some <clears throat> um did a lot of self sabotaging until I drank. Um so I mean that was like one that was kinda like one thing that was kinda highlighted for me was like okay, like I have tools. I have tools, I I walk the red road. Um, I can get to a meeting. I can journal. And I have individuals in my corner that I can talk to. I have the podcast I can come to and express myself in a safe space. Um, now, initially, like when we recorded, it's a safe space. I know these guys don't judge me, but you guys out there, the listeners might judge me. But. <laughs> <laughs> but that's all right. <laughs> I'm here for you. I'm here for you. No, but um, that was one thing. That was a huge thing. That was a big thing. Like just recently, that okay, man. I'm I'm able to handle this. It sucks. It's a sad thing. It's a terrible thing. <clears throat> but I'm able to use my tools because I walked the red road. And I got people in my corner. Um, and I've been meeting with different ones, mentors, spiritual guidance. Um, sponsor, like meeting with all these different people and just getting things out, <clears throat> getting things out, just bleh, just puking mentally, emotionally, um, spiritually, and metaphorically. <laughs> but anyway, that I'll stop there and I'll let you go there, Mister Favorite Indian. I almost said the podcast. <clears throat> Must be thinking about you. Um, yeah. Bro, I'm I'm sorry about that. Uh, Cause I can definitely relate to that feeling, um, and bro, for me, it's it's been a lot of therapy, a lot of therapy lately. Because I think uh, one of the things that initially triggered those feelings again was basically the same situation. Yeah, and. What I, what I was told was that it, for me it was angst. They called they call he called it angst. And I just now looked up the definition, and it just it says a feeling of deep anxiety or dread, typically on unfocused an unfocused one about the human condition or the state of the world in general. And dude, like I. When you when I when I heard that word, I was, I was like, man, that sounds you know like teenage angst or like an emo kid or whatever. Oh yeah. And he goes, yeah, that's exactly what it is. Like you, you're just kind of focused on this um, idea of. I, I'll use my own words. Like what I what I got out of it was like mortality or whatever, and having those anxieties, mm. not just for me, but for everybody and again even like the world in general and and i can definitely relate to that anxiety and 
you know, I, there are so many tools that I have that I use, you know, meditation, uh, prayer, prayerful meditation, you know, mixing those two things together, smudge all the time, uh, journaling, you know, I got people that I can talk to. I can come here, unload, just data dump. And, you know, and I'm good. Like I'm good for a minute, but then, uh, Shit, I, t- I just take it all back. Yeah. I, I have this habit of just taking it all back. And I also think, you know, just based on what I've learned in the last couple of months is I have, I, I attach myself, I attach emotions to certain things and I don't let them go. Mm-hmm. Right? Like I, I attach fear to some things. I attach, you know, love to other things. and But mostly it's like these negative thoughts. And it's fear-based. Um, and just trying to work through all that part of it. And then there's this, you know, situations where, you know, it, it things that I have to get through, things that I have to find closure on for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, relationships, um, life in general, circumstances. And trying to be able to get, find acceptance because there's a lot of times I get into this loop of why, like I need to know why yeah, something is or something happened or why somebody does or says, or, you know, you know, acts, acts a certain way or, you know, why did this person do that? Um, but and ultimately, I I knew this. I know this deep down inside. Is like there are a lot of things that I I don't know about. I I'm never gonna know the answer to. And that in and of itself, there's a article in Psychology Today about. Um, I I don't want. I don't know how they say the word in Sioux, but it's like Wakan or Wakan, but it's the mystery. And I'll send you that. I was going to send that last night, but I spaced it out. Wonkin? 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 I've heard it a lot. Yeah. But it's the mystery. Yeah. And I apologize to all our Sioux brothers and sisters out there who have butchered your language. But. It's your language, too. Yeah. Yeah. A derivative <laughs> of it. Yeah. Nakoda. Anyway, so. Like, that, that, that in and of itself is, is kind of a. Um, a release. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I okay, so I don't have to know. I don't. As much as I want to and much as I want to figure things out and as much as I like, man, if I could just find the answer to this one thing or, you know, yeah, just get the answer. Like, I'll mm-hmm. be okay. But at the same time, I also realize that, and I've said this to myself a million times, and I say it to people all the time. There's nothing in the outside outside world. And there's no there's no person, there's no place, there's no thing, there's no circumstance that will ever make you happy, that will ever give you peace. Because that's a choice that we have to make for ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. And if I say, well, if I got a million dollars, then I'd be happy. But no, if I got a million dollars, I'd just be a miserable millionaire. Yeah, because I did not 
focus on from the inside out. And I think for me, it's like I'm a firm believer of starting within yourself and then working out. Yeah. And then when that million dollars does come, I'll be able, better able to handle it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like then it will, then it truly will be a blessing in my life. Yeah. But I don't know. I think at this point I'm kind of rambling on, but like I just can totally relate to how you were talking about that anxiety of, Mm. you know, where it was coming from. Yeah. Because I, I got that same way. You know, we, you, you know what our family has been through too. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm not the only one. Lot. And and again, like I'm not the only. Like you said, not the only one that feels this way. My sister, I talk to her all the time about stuff. She's my hairstylist slash therapist. <laughs> yeah. And uh, man, she so, needs to turn that into a business. I've already told her that. I know, man. She can do both and get like t- charge triple. But uh, that charge for the hair and then bill for the yeah counseling. Yeah, you can. That's what I oh, town man. Right Onto something. I'll be her manager. Yeah. <laughs> I'll make a million. I mean, we'll make a million dollars. Yeah. And can sponsor unspoken words. Hey, sponsor. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, she was telling me she she going through the same thing, basically. And if that's true for us, too, then, you know, it's got to hold true for other people. And I I can feel myself doing it again. Like, I'm starting to think of, like, just this world in general, especially native people mm-hmm. and the state that um we find ourselves in right now, especially with this uh fentanyl. Oh man. That it just it scares the shit out of me. Yeah. Well yeah. I mean and I and you know, I will always say when I start out, oh it scares me for these kids, but it scares me for everybody. Mm-hmm. Everybody, because that thing has this, like, drugs and alcohol, we know, have that ripple effect. Yeah. So it's not just the person using, but, man, it, it just shoots outward, you know what I mean? hmm And that causes me anxiety, and it's like, I meh, fuck, dude, I want to take on the world's problems. hmm I want to, like, if, like, for some odd reason, if I worry enough about it, and I stress over it enough, mm-hmm. it'll go away. Mm. Like... I don't think that's my thought, but that's kind of basically what it boils down to. Yeah. And it, it just doesn't work. Yeah. And I really just torture myself and I attach myself to things. And then, you know, again, there's that those, like, closure in relationships and wondering why some people come into your life and then they're gone. And then it's like, what was that? Yeah. I got to figure that one out. Yeah. Um. Mm. So it's, it, and it was just, it's, but it's a lot and it's been pretty heavy, but here's the thing that I came up with. I mean, that I, 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 was maybe about a week ago sitting there and I was in my meditation and I came out of it and kind of relaxing there, laying there in the dark. And I realized that, you know, looking back, man, and you can probably relate to this, man, we've been through a lot of shit. Yeah, for sure. We've been through a lot of shit right. and we've come out like I've come out the other side of it. Okay. Mm-hmm. I didn't enjoy it. Wasn't fun. <clears throat> and, but at the end of the day I came out and I was still alive. I was okay. Things were never, ever even close to being as bad as I thought they would be. Mm-hmm. Unless, you know, I started making them worse myself, but 
Yeah. <clears throat> um, then I realized, you know, okay, you start those 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 affirmations like, man, I'm strong. I am, you know, I'm loved. I'm worthy. Yeah. I am capable. Mm-hmm. I'm talented. Uh, you know, people they they like being and they enjoy my company because I'm kind. I'm generous. Yeah. I'm funny. Yeah. And then the, the last one, <clears throat> I was like, I was resilient. I'm resilient. Yeah. But what I realized in that moment was like thinking back. Mm. It's like when when I was being resilient, it didn't feel like it. Oh yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? That's when that resilience kicks in, and you don't know it. True. Yeah. Like, like when you feel like you're the, just the shittiest, the the worst possible feeling you could have. Like mm-hmm. whether it's heartbreak or fear, anxiety, um, you're going through a circumstance or whatever. It's like you don't feel that resilience, but when you come out the other side, then I, that's when I realized, holy shit, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And of course, you know, obviously, it's that spiritual side of me, you know, that there there was a higher power there with you, mm-hmm. giving me that resilience, carrying me. Yeah, because like you were in that state, and you're like, you weren't leaning on your own understanding, but you were trusting God to get you through this, whether like you acknowledge it or not. But that's what you were doing. Yeah, yeah, but and see, and that was what I realized is like at the time I didn't even realize that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. because I was too busy focused on what it was that I was mm-hmm. feeling bad about or whatever. And I just, that's when it dawned on me. I was like, "That's what resilience is." Yeah, yeah, for sure. And like, like you said, you were just like so busy, like fixated on it. But then you've done tons of work on yourself to get to the point where controversy or conflict or loss, sorrow, sadness hits. And the first thing you think of is like, okay, I need to get through this. I need to deal with this. I need to handle this. How can I handle this in the best way? Where in the past, I'm, you know, talking for myself here. When that, when those things hit, the first thing I said was like, thought I was like, all right, fuck it. I'm going to get, I'm going to go get messed up. Yeah, and okay, and so they talk about flight, fight, or freeze. Yeah. And freeze is basically hiding. Yeah. And that's what I did. I would run. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to deal with this. I don't want to. I would run. And that was, yeah, just like you said, the first place you run to is that, that one thing that just makes it worse. Yeah, and, like, <clears throat> I remember, like, early on for me in, like, 20s, um, before I quit, I I quit when I turned twenty one. Shortly after I turned twenty one, I quit drinking. Um, about five six months after. Anyway, but like things would happen, and they're like sorrowful, a breakup, or um, you know, something like that would happen. And the first thing I would do is like go to the liquor store and go buy a bottle, even though I didn't feel like drinking. I was like, well, let's go do this. Yeah, you know. Well, might as well just get messed up. That was my initial thoughts until, and then that I just kept doing that, kept doing that. Any time, any 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 time things got difficult, I turned to the bottle to where it was just like, that's all I did. Things were good, go get a bottle. Things were bad, go get a bottle. Open my eyes in the morning, go get a bottle. You know, then it just turned into that, and I don't know when. But I remember early 20s, like, that's what I would do. 
you know? Yeah, and <clears throat> listening to you say that, I remember thinking, too, like, in the past, you know, we go through those things, and it's like, man, the only thing that'll get me through this is a bottle. Yeah. That's the only thing I can think of that'll get me through. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a lack of knowledge, lack of coping skills. True. Lack of intellig- emotional intelligence. Yeah. And... Um, just like highly reactive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, I mean, yeah, I could relate to that too. And then, it, it like you, like you took the words right out of my mouth just now. I was like, I don't know when it happened, but then it just ha- started happening. Where like that? Okay, that's all I wanted to do then. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, dude, like I say it all the time. I'm no expert on anything, but like I think maybe things built up so much that I didn't release and didn't deal with and didn't come to terms with or whatever, however you want to say it, that the moment that I stopped using mm-hmm. substances, then it would all come back. Boom. Cause it's like, if you don't deal with it, it's just, it's still there. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta exercise those demons. And then it's like, so maybe the reason why all I wanted to do was drink is so I wouldn't have to feel that. Or mm-hmm. wouldn't have to face that, or you know, yeah. And it, it's, and then that's not to say it's it's easy. No, no, man. Like life can be tough sometimes, and I always say that with the same caveat is like it's not always like that. Like I'm not gonna sit here and say like every day, each and every day, like all I do is just doom and gloom, man. Suffer. I, <laughs> I, yeah, I just sit there and suffer and white knuckle it and like, oh my god, what's gonna happen next? But those, there are there are those times when when it happens when I do that. And I, I get, I let myself get carried away. Mm, um, I know. <laughs> but, but you know, but like for the most part, like I, I like to laugh. I like to joke. I like making other people laugh. Yeah. You know, and just saying goofy stuff and just, you know, brightening people's day. Like that's, you know, um, that's where I, that's, that's, that's my thing. Yeah. But again, there are those times and seeing, but at, I guess all I'm saying is that, for me to let it just kind of either a kind of ignore it mm-hmm. like, Oh, I don't want to, I don't want to deal with that or, or B um, dwell on it. Yeah. Like, but cause that either one of those things, it knocks you out of balance. Mm-hmm. So I guess my point, even, you know, with my check-in tonight is just the message that to deal with it, to head up, you know, like you always say, and this helps. This helps me a lot too, is to say things out loud, yeah, and to hear it or to write them down and see it, mm-hmm. and then that's when I realize, okay, that seems like, and these are my words, like I mean, that's kind of ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, I think that that's what it is, and I I learned that from Feline, white man. She's been on the podcast about four times. Um, she shared her story twice, um, and she was giving a you know a talk about um the significance of like going to talking circles and a meetings and stuff and just expressing yourself there because once you speak it into the air, let the light hit it and you can see the truth of it. And a lot of times, like you said, I'm the same way. Like if I speak what I'm, what's brewing in my head, what I've been entertaining that anxiety or that fear or whatever, once I speak it and I look at it and I'm like, that's ridiculous. It's like preposterous. Like, yeah, yeah. There's like no reality in that. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it's like like keeping it in the, in the, in this 
room of your mind, it seems way worse than when you speak it out. And it's like, okay, so that's what that was. That's what that is. And yeah. that's not even like for me, man, like it's, I can get pretty irrational. <laughs> like, like just, I know. Just, just, <laughs> just put me out on there, put me out on a uh, front street. But, um, yeah, I just come up with ridiculous shit. Like, why would I even think that? Why would I even go there? Yeah. And like, ever since you said your conspiracy theories about yourself, I was like, oh yeah, that's it. That's exactly what I do too. And I do the exact same thing. Yeah. And, um, it's like, uh, and I was talking about that attachment. Like, I attach my shit to, I, I attach myself to shit that isn't even real. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I can come up with uh, a future prediction. Like, I'm some sort of fucking uh, prophet or something. <laughs> a uh, prophetess? Yeah. A prophetess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, like, I'll come up with this, <laughs> or even with things from the past. Mm. I'll, I'll rearrange shit from the past and say, "Oh, this is what it was." Yep. Right. Like I'll rearrange the facts and the and 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 all that stuff just to fit my negative mindset to to help build that narrative. And it doesn't even make sense. It's not even true, but I still will attach feeling to that, and that's dangerous. Yeah, it is. It's 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 not healthy. It's not right. It's not a good coping skill. And so, like, like I was telling you, man, I going through a lot of therapy, and that helps like there are days when i talk to my therapist and i'm all right dude like i'm yeah you know i'm cool i got nothing brewing yeah but i'll still i'll still keep going back and those are the days probably the best days for it or i mean not the best days for it but like those are still good days for it because at least you know i'm still got somebody to talk to and kind of unload and it's like yeah. oh yeah you know the other day i hit this woman in the parking lot and, and just let that go yeah yeah for sure you know, other like the old me might start just coming up with wild shit. Like I don't even want to think about it because I will. Yeah, but and like I mean, that's where like I think that cliche comes into play, where it says, "Stay out of your head." And then the other one too, like keep it simple, stupid. Yeah, like, there, there it is. You know that? I mean that 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 that's kind of like my proverb every day: keep it simple, stupid. Cause I'll do that, man. I'll, I'll take something. Somebody looked at me a certain way, and they might not even like be looking at me. They might be looking at something behind me, and I just kind of came into view, into their shot, yeah. their eyesight. Yeah, and they weren't even looking at me. But then I'll take that, especially if I know them or know of them, and I'm like, oh man, I must have said something or did something in the past. That's why they're mad dogging me. What did I do? What did I do? What did I do? And I go, oh yeah. Back in 1998, <laughs> yeah. you know, and <clears throat> start doing that kind of crap. <clears throat> um, but today I stopped myself. I'm like, man, if they got a problem, they can come talk to me. You know, they got a problem with me. Um, they can call or text me. And if they don't have my number, then then it's not then it's not worth my time. Kind of tripping on that. Yeah, I, I I get that too. <clears throat> like, and I I was talking about you know taking past situations and reinterpreting them. Like, I can you could say something to me, and then two days later I'll be like, "Why did he say it like that?" <laughs> and then you know, like, I'll I can come up with a hundred different interpretations of the same event, and none of them will even be close to what the real thing was going down. 
Yeah. Or it might be right spot on. I'll never know, but you know. Mm-hmm. But the, and that's the thing is like, well, yeah, gets stuck in your head, dude. And I do that all the time, and it's a bad. I mean, it it was a bad habit. I'm getting out of it. You know, I'm I'm actively working towards being mindful of my thoughts. And then, um, remember we were talking about how that that I guess that willful act of trying not to think about something. Yeah. Just strengthens that thought. Yeah. And so like I, I've been I've been paying attention to that too. Like so if a thought comes up, you know, I just acknowledge it and then not attach any emotion to it. Yeah. And that's just like being mindful. Just acknowledge it and watch it go. Yeah, well just okay, that was a thing and, and then let it go. Thought. And then, you know, like that thought switching too. Like, okay, so I don't want to think of red balloons, but if I tell myself not to think of red balloons, that's all I'm going to think about is red balloons. But you know what would be cool? Is if they had green balloons. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 And then all of a sudden I'm thinking of green balloons, and then <laughs> the way my mind works, I'm thinking about green something else. And then I <laughs> totally forgot about, what was that? Why, why would I even start thinking about this? Yeah. You know what I mean? That thought switching. Mm-hmm. is that, And that, that's kind of a real simplified idea of it but at its core that's all it really is is just switching your thoughts and not attaching to those those conspiracy theories and those anxieties and those fears that aren't even they're they're unfounded yeah they have no evidence for or against so like i just made it up yeah and i think what like what Yeah, I, I, I've said this a thousand times, too. Is like I trying to take my past and project it into my future. So if I experience something in the past, I automatically think that that's how it's going to be tomorrow. Mm, yeah. And mm-hmm. that's that's not true either. Yeah, it's not it's not healthy. Not healthy. Cause you need to stop thinking like that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. How much do I owe you? It's $100 an hour. Oh, man. <laughs> Put it on my EBT card. <laughs> right on, should we see what uh, Randy Licious has to say? Randy Licious The pod Gotti. So, yeah, we had him on the phone earlier Or I did But um, yeah, we'll play that now And then we'll be back Gotta pay the, pay the bills One Hey, what's up, this is Mo Hugs Not Drugs And I'm here with the pod Gotti, A.K.A. Randy Licious Bear Don't Walk And we're here to talk about his <laughs> Album that just dropped, Lonesome Yodi Nights, dropped just in time for Valentine's Day, twenty twenty four. What was the what was the um, motivation to drop it on Valentine's Day? Well, honestly, it was just uh, just us three being in the studio, and I couldn't do it without your drumming. <laughs> <laughs> and JC's yodeling. Yeah, JC is yodeling and you're coming and, you know, the vibes is right, baby. The vibes is right. Man, it was right <laughs> on, man. That's that baby making music, baby. <laughs> <laughs> no, just kidding. Hey, um, you got some, um, what is it? You got, you got to do a presentation tonight. Um, so you couldn't be in the studio. So that's why we're calling you. And yeah, we're just doing a check-in today, you know, just kind of see, we haven't done a check-in in probably over a year. 
Oh, been that long? Yeah, it's been a minute. Dang. Probably about a year. Yeah, no, man. It's like, yeah, it's crazy. I kind of, I think, like, as far as, like, checking in, like, man, like, it's Thursday. We got a lot. Like, I feel like, so this year started out full, you know? Yeah. Um, working full time, got the podcast going, working on different projects. Um, but also with, with, though, with the job and with the podcast, like, I also added school onto my plate. Mm-hmm. And I added a couple courses. And I think, like, just learning to balance all that um, has been a journey. Yeah. You know? It's been it's been a little tougher than I thought it would be, um, but also at the same time, um, I was telling you know my boss. I was telling them like, man, it's been I've been uncomfortable. I've been you know stressed out and things of that nature. But yeah, and I was like just letting her know like where I was, and she looked at me and she goes, "That's good," with a big old smile on her face. <laughs> right on. And, you know, like for me, like man, you know, you go from World War Three to like freaking just this life of peace. Yeah. You know, and back to like World War Three, man, and back to like this. So like I had to, you know, write a paper and it was due last night and I turned that in at like eleven thirty four, the latest I stayed up probably in years. <laughs> you man. know, for people you know, for people that listen to the show, man, they know that I like to go to bed early. Yeah. Um but, uh, but yeah, man, I, I feel like, I guess like sometimes I amaze like myself with where I'm at and how I respond to certain things in certain uh, situations, whether it be professional life or personal life. Yeah. And I feel like we kind of talked about it last week with like setting boundaries. Yeah. But, but putting those in place, I feel like have been a tremendous asset in my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and like, I don't feel like anything's perfect, but at the same time, making a lot more progress than we did previously. For sure. And For being, sure. yeah, being in a better headspace, bro, like, if, if that makes sense, you know? Yeah, no, that makes that makes perfect sense. Uh, I wanted to backtrack when you said, like, you go to World War Three, come back to normal peace, and then back to World War Three. I know for me, a lot of that is, like, in my head, uh, like, do you recognize that on for yourself too? Like you kind of catastrophize stuff when you could just kind of respond to it. Yeah. No, like it's crazy, bro. Like I would say like, I noticed the most amount of growth when I'd be like, Hey, that's not how I'm supposed to respond. Like a thought within a thought, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You're like, Hey man. And then I like, think like, even like when you get there and then you're like, dude, I'm handling this like better than I thought I would, you know? For sure. Um, but I feel like, and I know like it kind of sounds cliche, but it's like when we're uncomfortable, that's really when we're going the most, mm. mm-hmm. you know, and, and, um, it's not like everything, you know, like, I guess like previously I probably would have tucked tail and ran and, and, you know, or, or tried to shy out of responding to the call, if you will. Yeah. Uh, but this one. Like, bro, like, I really love, like, even, like, 
there are certain aspects, like whether it's the professional life, the student life or the life at home. But I feel like my job at like my job dealing with my job, like I really love the people that I work with. Uh-huh. Like I really love, you know, uh, dealing with my students. Like I had two of them today come in and they just hung out in my office and I bought a guitar to kind of connect with them. Yeah. I want to learn how to like strum the guitar. I want to learn how to play in my own personal time as kind of like a mental health type deal, you know, to kind mm-hmm. of get away from and ease the stress. And, but, uh, they both sat there, man. And they, and they played and they just kind of hung out all morning. And I was sitting like, damn, like, cause I remember when I first started a job and they were brand new students on the campus and I didn't, I was still filling out the situation, but then being able to like speak, life to these young men like they're not not struggling by any means but they're just sharing with me their daily life like i got a job like this is what i'm doing over here like and then they're thinking about like teaming up and getting an apartment off campus and i'm like man like that's awesome and then just sharing with them like the growth that they've made in these two short months that we've known each other yeah 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 like like bro like i love that part about my job like just seeing that growth And then realizing, like, within that, bro, like, applying that personally to me, I feel like I have to be proud of myself for the growth that I've made. Yeah. And being nice to myself, you know? Yeah, you're, like, taking stock in how far you've come. Yeah, and appreciating it. Like, like I said previously, like, we're not sitting around singing Kumbaya all the time, (laughs) but. (laughs) We could be. Yeah, we could be, bro, like. And, and you know, it, but then they're also, it's also like, you know, like there are those days that get really tough. Yeah. And I think like, even on those days that are really tough, learning to appreciate the journey. Yeah. When it gets tough, man, I feel like that's really like where the growth happens at. Yeah, definitely. Noticing those thoughts within the thoughts, you know? Yeah, definitely. And I think. For me, I realized that one of the big things was, like, I went through some stuff, and I was complaining about it. I was bitching about it to my um, sponsor back in, like, my first year of recovery. He's like, yeah. He was like, what did you use? And I was just like, no. He's like, well, then it's a victory. He's like, you went through that whole thing, and you didn't even think about drinking. Man, that's a victory. Think about your old self. If You went through that in your old state of mind. First thing you would do was drink. I was like, man, true that, true that. Yeah. Bro, like, <clears throat> and I would say, like, I would even know, like, some of my, I guess, like, growth to you, and, and this is what I've been telling everybody that I come across, is like, man, journal. You know, like, learn to journal. And and I owe that to you, bro, like, pounding that in our heads here on the pod, bro, like, always talking about things like that, and I realized, bro, like a couple of days ago in the middle of, you know, World War Three, yeah. I sat down like in the beginning of the day and I'm like, man, I just started writing and man, I'm not going to lie, bro. Like I'll be raw like here on the show. Like I was like, F this, F that, like <laughs> this sucks. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Bro, and I got like about five sentences down and then I was like, and then I, like, dude, it hit me like, man, I'm grateful. Yeah. You know, like, thank you. 
I was like, and then like that, that, I got all that ugly out and then it turned into like a journal entry of like, man, thank you God that I have this journal. Mm. Thank you that I'm able to write here. Like, thank you like for the breath of life. And then also like I was in a conversation this morning where I was telling the person like, man, this is why I enjoy jogging. Like I'm not fast by any means. You know, it takes, I, I, I try to run for a half hour every other day, if not, you know, as many times as I can throughout the week. I don't really have a set schedule. But um, I was like, man, I cut my mile by by a minute. Nice. And I was like, man, that's not much for anybody else. But for me, dog, like, it, it's a lot, you know? Heck yeah. But, and then I go, I was telling them, I'm like, man, like, even on the days that I don't want to jog, I was like, man, I'll get out there. And I, it, sometimes it's five minutes in, 10 minutes in, 15 minutes, whatever. And I go, the part that I've come to love, and I, and I run without music because I really just like to be in the moment. But I'm like, man, there comes a point in that run where it just turns into a jog of praise, bro, like a jog of gratefulness. Like, man, thank you for the ability to be out here jogging today. Thank you that I'm able to have you know, breath in my lungs. Thank you that I'm able to, you know, torture myself a little bit today. And it really postures my heart to one of gratitude. Yes, sir. And by, you know, by the time I get home, man, I'm ready for my day. I, you know, pump out push-ups, uh, some burpees or, you know, shadow box or whatever. But like, dude, like that's what works for me is like getting out there and busting a sweat or, or, you know, journaling on those days when, that are funky. and But then I'm noticing, like, this theme of, like, for me, like, and, and the theme of this year for me was discipline, correcting yeah. inerrant behavior, you know, but creating discipline physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. Mm. But I've noticed this other, uh, I guess, you, if you will, like a sub-theme for my life is, like, one of being grateful of having this opportunity today. Yeah. Um, and it's just kind of, man, I, I like Randy when he's working on his mental health, you know, like I love myself when I'm working because I'm, I'm better to be around. I'm not so negative. I'm not so funky. I'm not so moody. Like, you know what I mean? I know. (laughs) (laughs) You are. are, You really are going, huh? <laughs> Metaphorically. <laughs> no, for real, no, no. Um, no, I mean, I, as you're talking, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This guy is like, like you are growing and handling things better, you know? Yeah. Um, I see a lot more chilled out pod gaddy. Yeah. That's definitely, yeah, I definitely see that. And thank you, though. Thank you, man, because I do, like, appreciate you and JC, man. Like, just, you know, like, sticking with me, man, sticking it out, man, you know? Oh, yeah, you know, yeah. We're the, we're the triad, man. We're the OG or unspoken words. We got to we gotta ride it out. Heck, yeah. Heck, yeah, man. Uh, yeah, man, that's kind of where I've been at, bro. Right on, man. That's good. And, um, yeah, thanks for taking the time to... Do the phone call piece and good luck on your um <clears throat> on your presentation later. I know it's well it's an important thing for your job. And I know yeah. it's an important thing that I mean it's for the powwow 
the powwow is an important thing for the community here, the native community in Billings. It's something that they look forward to. I mean, my kids are already talking about it, so I know it's a, it's an important thing. My boy was just talking about it last night. He's like, man, it's almost time for MSUB powwow. He's like, I better Let's make sure. Go. He's like, I better make sure all my stuff is good to go. And I said, yeah, that's good. Yeah, way to think ahead. Man, that's good, man. That makes me happy to hear, man. Yeah. So I know yeah. a lot of people looking forward to it. It's going to be a great event, and I'll be there to help. But, um, yeah, let, why don't you tell our listeners where they can pick up your album? Is it at the Home Depots and Ace Hardwares? <laughs> <laughs> that all the pawn shops in Billing? No. <laughs> you can find it at all the local strip joints and pawn shops. <laughs> Montana Rescue Mission. <laughs> <laughs> They got a, they got a two for one special right now. Yeah. <laughs> two two <laughs> disc album. <laughs> special two disc album at Montana Rescue Mission. <laughs> <laughs> Bonus tracks. <laughs> yeah, no man, it, it's good though. Good though, man. That those those photos are cracking me up, man. I know our albums. That maybe maybe someday we'll release all of them. You released yours. <laughs> you released yours. I'm gonna have to redo mine. <laughs> I know. I was like, this guy really bad. Really put a city landscape in the back. Lonesome <laughs> 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 Yodi night. Or those coyotes. <laughs> yeah. It was uh, buffalo and um, deer. Oh, yeah. buffalo and deer. Uh, yeah. <laughs> bad. Buffalo and deer tears. You're that secret. <laughs> <laughs> all right then well we'll all let right. you go man and um yeah let us know how the presentation goes and everything have a good evening and uh yeah yeah we'll all be back the triad will be back in the studio next week uh do you want to give a shout out to our listeners or anybody else yeah no man thank you guys for listening to us man as always man you guys are faithful you guys help us um yeah just thank you guys and and, and thank you uh the co-host for everything that you guys are doing um and thank you for the team man Appreciate everybody. Uh, uh, All right. Shinnick. Yep. Shinnick. Well, well, well. <clears throat> All righty. <clears throat> no, I think that, um, yeah, uh, what he shared was like, yeah, I just could definitely see it. And like, even just like when you were sharing earlier, I was like, yeah, just okay. Cause like from the end of summer to now, I feel like both of you guys have been in like in a, like a better state. I know there's a lot of a lot of things that you were going through and then how Randy used to handle things. Like both of you guys are kind of like in a better, like matured, better state of mind, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because of these things you guys did, from the journaling, the therapy, the self help. Um <clears throat> so yeah, definitely man, it's cool to see you guys make progress. Um that growth. Yeah, and that growth. Metaphorical growth. Metaphorical growth. Those spherical metaphors. <laughs> <laughs> spherical <laughs> I like that. That's a good one. I, 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 I can get jiggy with that. <clears throat> I know that one but, cracked me up. But he, you know, he brought up a good point, and I, and I think it's, it's good to, you know, end this uh, episode, you know, on that high note of that gratitude. Yeah. You know that because, like I said before, it's not like I, you know, I'm always just freaking out over stuff i mean i do but you know but you know to have that gratitude for for this for you for randy 
for you know all the things we get to do, all the people we get to meet, the people we get to talk to, for our listeners. Yeah. Um, and and then there's just the little things, like I was sitting over there, <clears throat> sitting at my spot, and uh, I had some hot cocoa, and I remember I turned up the heater because I was cold, and I was watching. Uh, I think I was watching a basketball game or something. Yeah. But I remember just thinking, man, this is this is peaceful. This is good. Yeah. Like, I'm okay. And, yeah. you know, and just feeling great, just being in that moment. And then, of course, oh, and then the other thing, too, that he brought up that, that I forgot to mention was, you know, like, you know, playing the guitar, learning how to play the guitar. Yeah. Like, that's all I've been doing is, like, trying to make music with that. I don't even know what the hell it's called. It's not a beat maker because it's more than that. But but anyway, just sitting there with my headphones, and man, I'll do it. I'll listen to a section, just one section, maybe four four to eight bars over and over and over, and I'll fine-tune the instruments and mess around with the beat a little bit and just get lost in that. Yeah. And it's therapeutic, dude. Like we were talking about music earlier. Like for me, that's that's... Like from the very beginning, I'm, I mean, I know you heard this part of my story, but you know, being in that, being in that box for so long with just a, you know, I didn't even have a radio at first, but once I got that, man, I felt like it just opened up my world. Yeah, and I just, you know, I if, if I attached to anything, at least I attached to something good. To mm-hmm. me, that was that music, and so that's that's another thing that I like to do is just sit there and mess around with that machine and it, it just it's fun yeah yeah definitely and like just those <clears throat> um ways to like just kind of distract yourself keep yourself out of your head uh those are very beneficial things especially like when because even now i'm i get triggered um i have those euphoric recalls and, uh, yeah and like uh oh man a nice cold one which sounds good right about now you know, and things like that. So <clears throat> having those uh, things in your toolbox, like your music making minds, like drawing. Yeah. Like if things are too difficult, man, I'll bust out my markers and my sketch pad and I'll draw a tag. And that usually takes, you know, a couple of hours. And when I'm done, like I'm not even tripping anymore. Exactly. That's exactly. And, and it's different. Like that's the, that's my thing now. Like I, what I've really been, I kind of almost obsessed with it really. Yeah. But, um, like there's other things too. Like I know that you mentioned that you do, and you know I haven't drew anything for a long time. Maybe I should try to do that. Mm-hmm. So I haven't really painted. I haven't painted for a while. I haven't uh, drew anything. I did some drumsticks, but that was a source of anxiety. Because you know that story <laughs> behind that. Yeah, it was like another thing to be anxious about. But I I I did it. I I made it through that, and uh, you know there's other things, but like. The point is, is that, you know, it's, it could be different for everybody. Like, whatever brings you that solace and that peace in that moment, like, just do that. Something constructive. And the way yeah. I figure, if I'm going to be burning all that energy thinking about something, yeah, uh, I, I, wanted, I want it to be constructive. Yeah, for sure. And it's like, because thinking takes a lot of energy. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, man, there are times when I go to work the next day and I was just so burnt out and I'm like, why am I so tired? I didn't do shit. Yeah. But then I realized, you know, that mental, mm-hmm. those mental gymnast. Oh, my therapist called it monkey brain. <laughs> yeah. Like that part of your brain, it just 
bouncing around and blah, 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 and chittering and chattering. Yeah. Like, that takes a lot out of you. So if I'm going to be expending that energy, I might as well be doing it for something useful, something productive. Yeah, for sure. Because otherwise it's just, like, to me, it just seems like I, 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 I don't want to waste my time. Yeah. And that's really all it is, is just wasting, because... I mean, all I have is right now. Yeah, definitely. And, like, <clears throat> I know you've shared on the podcast before, and we've talked about it, and I have do similar things, especially, like, when you lay down, you're tired, and you're boom, your head hits the pillow, and then, boom, man, your brain, your mind just takes off. Um, it's almost like mm. it's waiting for that moment, like, all right, now's the time. He's, <laughs> now, let's go. He's let's laying go. down. He's laying down. He's trying to get relaxed. <laughs> Come on, guys. <laughs> yeah. Start running. Um, so one thing that really helps me when that happens is, like, I just start doing a grateful list, but I'm, like, thanking uh, my higher power about a deal, and, like, I'm just saying thank you for everything, like, even my socks. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Thank you for my socks and my pants and this house and my car and my job. Thank you for my kids. And <coughs> Oh, sorry. I'm battling this code right now. But, um, and I find myself, you know, after a few minutes of doing that, maybe five minutes of doing that, man, I'm out. You know, I just get like relaxed and I just get like very like comfortable where I'm laying and then I'm just out. And one, one thing that you said early on and, and in, in our discussions that we always have with each other is like, I don't have to do anything. I get to do things. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so I, I find myself using that too. Like, man, mm-hmm. I don't like, like if I'm at work and I'm feeling tired, like, man, I get to be here. Yeah. For sure. I get to be here. Like they, my supervisor puts up with me and I get to be here. Mm. Right. Cause I'm, I'm always up to something, but, <laughs> but, um, true that, you know, so, so, but like, I, I, like, I don't have to do anything, but stand in and die. Yeah. For sure. So, but I get to do things. I get to come in here with you and Randy every week. You know, I get to text with you guys back and forth and see all your crazy posts and all this and that. I get mm-hmm. to um, go to work. I know I'm physically able to do that. Yeah. I get to talk to my therapist on a regular basis. I get to go to uh, talking circles. I get, mm-hmm. you know, I get to go see my dad. I get to go walk around Walmart and people watch. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, I get to do a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And so I know that goes back to that gratitude. And like, they, like, like you were saying, sometimes at, at night, like, you know, your, your eyes adjust to the light. It's like almost, you can almost see in the dark. And I'll just be laying there and I'll roll over and I'll look at something that that's in the room. Yeah. Like an object. And I think, man, I'm, I'm glad I have that. And then I'll go back to the story, like how I got it. Yeah. Or where it came from. Like that, uh, that cutting machine that I got. Oh yeah, I was looking because it's just right there on that on my little table desk thingy, and I look at that and I remember, oh yeah, man, my my mom, I asked for that for like a birthday present or, or a, a Christmas present or whatever. It was a gift anyway from my mom. Yeah, and I think yeah, and then that just kind of like I said, like you know that whole sock story just triggers these other things to be grateful for for sure. And like you said too, like I don't know if I'd fall asleep in five minutes, but it definitely <laughs> quiets that. It yeah, makes them monkeys calm down. <clears throat> yeah, oh yeah. One thing I was gonna say too, like earlier on, you're talking about like those positive affirmations, and um, and then discussion that I had with Cleor on the fall. Um, <clears throat> it was a discussion that was very clappable. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But um, she was saying like those affirmations won't work unless you understand why you're worthy. And she's like, you're worthy because you are. Because you exist. The mere fact that you exist, you are worthy. And I was like, what? What? I got, my mind was blown. I was just like, whoa, wow, that, yeah, that makes and, perfect sense. And that's funny you said that because I was just having that some some a thought that's similar is like when, when we say those affirmations, like, you know, I was talking about um, all these conspiracy theories. They don't have no evidence. So then I, if I say, okay, I am worthy, yeah. I have evidence to prove that. True. Yeah. Like, like. He's like you, for example, have asked me to help you or to join, like say the CCR. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you felt that I was worthy enough. You saw that in me, even though I might not have saw it in myself. And then I did it, and then we we did it. Yeah. And it was like, oh yeah, I did do that. So there's evidence of that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like I can find actual factual evidence. I'm I'm kind. I'm generous. I know there's evidence for that. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Because like, it at at work, I mean, sometimes kindness is just keeping your mouth shut. For real. <laughs> and, and, and I do that, right? Yeah. And, and and I know, like, I'm funny because I'll say some things that I don't even think they're, like, they're funny, but yeah. other people just crack up at it. And like, yeah, yeah. And you're crazy, you know. And, you know that, they, that's just my normal thinking. <laughs> just, yeah. I was like, you don't want to be stuck in here with me, so, you know, I'll let out the good stuff. But <laughs> but see, basically what I'm saying is, like, I, I can find evidence of those things. And that reinforces that idea that yeah you know we are worthy we are um we're good individual we're, we're good people yeah and we're worthy people mm-hmm. and you know so you gotta you sometimes you like for me man i really have to work for it though yeah like if i'm like if i take myself way out into left field way out in the weeds mm-hmm. like it's gonna take a little work to get me back but i know i can get back and i know at the end of the day i'm gonna be okay mm-hmm because I have evidence of that too. For sure, for sure. No, I think that's right on. And like, um, I know the one one of the biggest things that kept me in addiction was like I didn't feel worthy. I wasn't good enough. You know, those defeating beliefs like that. So <clears throat> combating it with those positive affirmations and with the understanding that I am worthy. I am good enough because I exist. Yeah. Um. Because that defeating belief was so strong in me that I sabotaged every time I had any success. Yep. Any kind of success I'd sabotage. Um, <clears throat> so I think for me, and I know for a lot of like our people, that that's the thing. You know, you got to know that you're worthy um, to move forward and be living in a good way. You're worthy to walk the red road because you exist. And it's not being white. It's not doing things in a white person's way. Um, and I think we 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 label things as white because we're so used to that that toxic environment that we came from. Yeah. Or yeah. that toxicity that was so comfortable in our addiction because it kept us using, kept us feeling good on our substance. That to, and I'm not saying this every native, but I know some natives that you know that I talk to is like, "What you want me to be white?" You know, I've heard that. I'm like, no. Or I mean, like that's not that's not a thing. 
And along those lines too, like uh, another thing, another word that would come up is like, you want me to be weak? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When it's the exact opposite of that. Exactly. Like it's it takes a lot of strength to to do those things. Yeah. To to face your fear, to to challenge yourself. Yeah. And and then and going along with this that idea that you're worthy because you exist with you, not only that but you you deserve good things to happen in your life. Yeah. You are However you want to think of your higher power, mm-hmm. like you, like for me, you know, I'm being a child of a paratia. Mm-hmm. Like I am in that, it's inherent in me to have good things and to have good times and to have good people and to have good experiences. Yeah. Like we, though we, we deserve those things. Yeah, definitely. And for the longest time, I didn't think I don't deserve that. Yeah. I don't, you know, I ain't, I'm, just because of past behavior and, and we can't change that. I can't change anything from the past. Yeah. But what I can do is accept where I'm at right now and I'm not that person anymore. I know that for a fact. Yep. I have evidence of that too. Like right I said, keeping your mouth shut. <laughs> yeah. No, <laughs> definitely. No, and I think that's a it's a good place to stop. I think we beat that dead horse. Beat that dead horse. <clears throat> oh yeah, where is Karen? She's not dead, is she? I don't think so. Let's find out. Let's Poke see. Poker in the butt. <laughs> hey, there you are, my girl. There's old Karen. All right, I brought you some apples. Here, run along back to your stall. Beautiful <laughs> thing, you. Until the next episode. <laughs> Until the next time we remember you. Yeah. Hey, well, Karen hasn't showed up for about a month now, two months. Man, a minute. Yeah. I think she made, yeah, episode, I think she made an appearance. Right before Christmas. Right before, oh yeah. Yeah. I think, how do you remember all that? Jeez. I was uh, I, I was in the Christmas spirit. <laughs> and I just heightened it by hearing Karen oh, come along. Karen just got to uh, attach some sleigh bells to her next year. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah we got to do that. This year. This year. Right next, on. Next Christmas. Uh, any closing thoughts or words? Uh, no, I'm really glad that we got to do this. You know, it, this is a really... Really, really um, important thing for me, you know, to be able to do this, and I'm grateful for it, you know, to be on this podcast, to be here with you and Randy, mm-hmm. all of our various uh, guest MCs, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, because like just to get some of that stuff out, like you said, you know, put it out into the light, as Pauline would probably tell us, and yeah, and to talk about it, and then to let other people know that it's all right, like it. We struggle with certain things too. Yeah, for sure. You know, it's not like I can sit up here and say, "Oh, you know what? I don't drink. I don't use. So now I'm perfect." Bang. Yeah, that's not the point. The point is, is that now we're able to cope with it. We're growing. We're we are showing that resilience. We are showing that strength. For sure. And like, like you said, we're not perfect. Make mistakes, and but we reconcile and learn from it and we move forward move forward yeah Yeah. and that and that's that's the hugest thing is like okay i acknowledge that didn't like it but i acknowledge it now i can move forward and and you every day every minute of every day you have that opportunity to take that step forward Mm -hmm. and before you know it man you look back and you're like man i came a long way yeah like i came a long way since that particular time that i might be anxious about trying to project it in the future. Like, no, man, that that's 
back there. That's way back there. Yeah. And also to bring the message that life is pretty fucking awesome. Yeah, it is. Like today's life, like these past eight years and some change for me has been like the best days of my life. Way better than any <clears throat> any stretch of time that from zero to 32. You know, and like it's, it hasn't been all sunshines and lollipops, as I like to say, but it's been better. Yeah. Like, I been. mean, I've been moving towards and becoming my true self um, and it's going to be a continuous journey. But I'm glad that, you know, you and Randy are in my life and I'm glad that we have this podcast and I'm glad that we have our listeners out there. You yep. know, we yeah. I'm glad we have the unspoken words, disciples, disciples. And um, yeah, should we sign off? Let's sign off, man. All right. So to our listeners underneath the firmament, we love you. We appreciate you. And to our unspoken words, disciples keep spreading unspoken words, gospel, Billy Graham style. Hey. And if you can, please hit those likes, subscribes. Please follow us on Podbean. If you can, that would greatly help us out. We yes. appreciate you. We love you. Be kind to yourself. And always remember to take that opportunity to take one step forward. Yes, sir. And keep those emails coming. Uh ho. Now sit back, relax, and listen to some real talk. Now sit back, relax, and listen to some real talk.